better lock the doors, turn up the radio, strap yourself in. Because it's time for the Matt Wyatt Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So, yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now. Monday, Monday. Yes, sir. Welcome in on Reaction Monday. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes. That's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents. It is a Manic Monday, a Monday Monday. It is a Reaction Monday to what might have been the most unbelievable Sunday and Saturday of NFL playoffs we've ever had. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Yes, I'm talking about the NFL playoffs. It may be, just maybe, the most incredible weekend of NFL football I think I may have ever seen. I'm not biased just because the Chiefs won. It, that game last night, I'm be honest. Yeah, it would have hurt had they lost. But just to watch the game, it didn't matter like the result once it gets to overtime. Like that game, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it. All of that and more coming up. Your reactions, get them in if you're tuning into the live stream. Hey to y'all. Hey to everybody on Facebook. Welcome to the audience on YouTube. We got the live stream back on YouTube. So some of that might have switched over to Facebook or Twitch. If you want to go back to YouTube, streaming it live, got some stuff figured out there. So the three platforms that you can watch and stream the show live online if you choose to do so, and comment, be a part of the show live. Facebook, the YouTube channel, it's Matt Wyatt Media, just look me up, and then, of course, uh, the Twitch stream as well. So, hey to y'all, comment that way. You can also text me on the Country Please and text line, Country Please and Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. That number to text, 885-ESPN, 601 number, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Also, call me. I get to hear your voice. That'd be great. Y'all call us. Talk to Bill. Talk to me. Then talk to everybody else. Call us on the Divini phone. Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer. Number to call, 601 number 995 601-995-1059. 601-995-1059. Live with you right now on this Reaction Monday. Good Football America is a special game. A unique game. Played nowhere else on earth. It is a rare game. The men who play it make it so. Have you ever in your life It started on Saturday. The Bengals win in uh, Nashville. Now, let me go ahead and full disclosure. I realize that there were four games over the weekend. I picked the four games on Friday, and I went one and three. Now, the one I managed to get right by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin, the Chiefs, but the rest I was wrong. I I took the Bengals. I'm sorry. I took the Titans at home. I took the Packers at home, and I took the Buccaneers at home. All three. Loser. What Joe Burrow is doing as the most sacked quarterback in the NFL this season is short 
just short of miraculous. It's you. There's no way to figure it out. And in the early part of that game, Jeffrey Simmons and Danico Autry on the defensive front, two former Mississippi State Bulldogs, were dominating the game for the Titans' defense. And then before it's over, it's Mike Hilton, a former Ole Miss Rebel, who makes maybe the biggest play in the game. Oh, and, and former LSU Tigers, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, cannot be stopped. Man. Yeah, I know they only scored 19 points, but still, uh, you know, just an incredible game to start off the weekend. And then you go to Saturday night. 49ers go into Green Bay and win it. I Look, I know the whole sports talking world is talking about this stuff, but here we are, Reaction Monday. I just got to tell you what I think, and then I'm coming straight to your text, so get them in. Everybody's texting, and I'm coming to it. 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Look, do we realize what the 49ers have done in consecutive weeks? Do we realize what they have done? Go back three weeks ago. 49ers in Los Angeles playing the Rams, who are really good as evidenced by this weekend. The 49ers were down 17 in that game to the Rams on the verge of being eliminated from the playoffs. And the Saints, by virtue of beating the Falcons over somewhere else in the NFC, were going to be in the playoffs. The 49ers came from behind, down 17, come from behind to beat the Rams in that last week of the regular season, eliminate the Saints, and themselves are in the playoffs. And the reward, you go to Dallas, who this side of the Packers have been about the best home team you could have this year in the NFL. 49ers go in there and manhandle the Cowboys in Dallas. Advance. Then it's on the road to Green Bay. And go in there and shut down the number one overall seed offense with Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers calling the signals on that side of the ball. Shut them down. Gave up an early touchdown, right? Didn't Do we realize they didn't score an offensive touchdown, did they? The 49ers, what is it? Their defense shut down the Packers in Green Bay, and they're the number one offense, number one seed, who were previously undefeated at home without scoring an offensive touchdown. Don't I have that right? A touchdown and two field goals, and the one touchdown was a putt block. It's incredible. And now they get a rematch with the Rams, who won yesterday on Sunday in the early game in Tampa. And, and that one, the ending of that game, the fact that you know it's 20-3 to at halftime, the Rams are up 20-3, to and it still didn't feel like you know the, the Buccaneers were out of it because they have Tom Brady. And guess what? They weren't out of it because they have Tom Brady. <laughs> the Buccaneers actually outscored the Rams 24-10 in the second half, but lost it because of that last-second field goal because – Matt Stafford did something to the Buccaneers that Tom Brady has been doing for decades to everybody else. And that is a few seconds left, somehow, somehow managed to get somebody open and throw and complete a bomb down there in field goal range. Boom, kick a field goal, time expires, beat them. Incredible. And you think there's no way Chiefs and Bills are going to top that last night. And they did. This one actually goes to overtime. This was actually the two best teams in the NFL, I think. They look, I mean, honestly, they look like the two best teams in the NFL, don't they? 
the Chiefs and the Bills. They just happened to bang, hit each other again, again this year in Kansas City, again this year to go to the AFC title game. It's just, I mean, and, and Josh Allen, what more can that guy do? What more can he do? Because he's he's everything you would want in a quarterback and more except this. He's not Patrick Mahomes. And now you're sitting here looking at Patrick Mahomes, four straight AFC championship games. In the midst, there are two trips to the Super Bowl, including one Super Bowl title. And right now, looks like the best team in the NFL. And going to host Joe Burrow and the Bengals in this AFC title game to go to the Super Bowl. A chance to go win another one. And there's a lot of ifs still laying out there for Patrick Mahomes. But right now, everybody spends all year, every year, seems like the last two, three years, talking about this quarterback, that quarterback. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers at the, at the top. And then you know everybody talks about you know, the drama with Deshaun Watson the last few years and all these others and how different Lamar Jackson is and is he MVP and it's this guy. And then, you know, everybody talks about Dak because he plays for the Cowboys and everybody wants to know about the Cowboys. And guess what? The best of all of them is Patrick Mahomes. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. He proved it last night. He continues to prove it and prove it and prove it. You say, well, best. It's a team game. It is. Those games, the last couple of days, prove it more than anything else. It's a team game. Look at San Francisco. You know what I'm telling you? Jimmy Garoppolo, he's not bad at all. But you know what? You could take any quarterback, starting quarterback in the NFL, and plug them into that San Francisco offense, and it would work. Yeah, I said it. Because that's how well put together and well coached it is. But Patrick Mahomes does stuff nobody else can do. Wait a minute, Matt. Aaron Rodgers, he does things that Aaron Rodgers... Patrick Mahomes does things that Aaron Rodgers can't do. Now think about that statement. And if you disagree with it, tell me where I'm wrong. Who can throw the ball in the NFL with more velocity than Patrick Mahomes? Who can throw the ball in more arm angles in the NFL than Patrick Mahomes? Accurately. Who can scramble and and find space in the pocket and also scramble and leave the pocket? A combination of all this other stuff as well or better than Patrick Mahomes. Who has a better feel for the game management than Patrick Mahomes when to throw it away? He is hands down the best. And he proved it last night against another guy in his team who they look like they are this close to being the best. it, It was unreal. I don't know what else to say about it. I don't know what else anybody else can say about it. But I don't know that I've ever seen anything like it. And if the homecoming queen were here, she's not. If she were here, I would get her in here, put the headset on, and let her tell you how I reacted, okay, in the fourth quarter when Tyreek Hill caught that ball, hit the sideline, went and scored. And then how I reacted when I realized there was over a minute left. (laughs) Because I knew, and I said it on first down of that drive. They're not stopping Josh Allen. 
They're going to score. It's just a matter of is there time left or not. And they scored and took the lead with 13 seconds left. And got a two-point conversion to make it a three-point game. 13 seconds. And Patrick Mahomes has a magic wand for a right arm. I've never seen anything like it. We will get to the overtime stuff. Okay, we'll get to overtime rules, just not yet. And look, even a diehard Chiefs fan, you look at it and you go, can you imagine being in the shoes of Josh Allen or being a Bills fan and realizing that because of a coin toss, you don't even get to touch the football? I mean, honestly, those games... You know, it's not often, even a dramatic game, it's not often that you feel like you could immediately hit replay and watch the whole thing over again and be just as amazed as you were the first time you saw it. That's how I feel about just about every one of them. Again, just to recap, and then I'm coming to your comments. We'll hit the phone first. We'll come to your text messages next, and, and, and we'll go fast and furious, and then I'm coming all the comments on the live stream, Facebook, Twitch, and back on YouTube. But just to recap, what Joe Burrow is doing as the most sacked quarterback in the NFL this season, when they sacked him like nine times the other day, they couldn't block Jeffrey Simmons and Danico Autry and the rest of that Titans defense, and it didn't matter. <laughs> what he's doing as the most sacked guy in the NFL is unheard of. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are going to terrorize the NFL for years to come. For years to come. Then San Francisco. They go to Dallas and beat them up. They go to Green Bay and hold Aaron Rodgers to one touchdown in his own building. You you couldn't have dreamed it up as being a possibility. And here they sit. And Debo Samuel, the most underrated player in the entire NFL may be the best all-around football player in the NFL. Can't wait to watch him again. Matt Stafford, exactly what the Rams traded him for. Odell Beckham Jr. has become a an asset to the team and a good teammate and a tough guy. Defensively, Aaron Donald on that front for the Rams. I mean, you can't block him. And they do something that in spite of Tom Brady's best magic act, Matthew Stafford had one more trick in the bag. Hits a bomb. Cooper Cup may be the MVP. And then last night. Never seen anything like it. Those four games over the course of two days, I have never seen anything like it. All right, here we go. Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer. First up, Lynn on line one. What's up, Lynn? How about that? Hey, man. I'm 45 years old. I uh, will be February 3rd. But I think we have witnessed since week 18 the best football in the history of football. Yeah. I, I just, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's almost like watching people play video games now, mm-hmm. man. That's it. It's and it's unreal. not like it's, and that's the thing, Lynn. You're right. It's not like it's one side of the ball. It's not like we're just seeing like this offensive explosion. It's, no, it's, it's everywhere. It's everything, you know? And, and really. Yeah, it's. I, I'm just amazed at 
And you hate to see a Bills team like that lose. I know. You hate to see the two Mississippi boys lose to put on a 100-plus yard receiver day on a three-sack day. But there should be no losers. Nobody should feel bad. I mean, I know everybody's right. going to be hurt. They lost. But everybody played great football yeah and it's just it's a joy to watch it when it's like yeah it, it really is i mean you know okay so you go to titans and Bengals. mike hilton makes that play for the Bengals. he is an he is incredible he may be the smallest guy out there but plays bigger than everybody else you know that catch that aj brown made okay so the, oh my. the the throw from Tannehill. first of all you got a one foot window he could stick it in and he put the ball there in, in case aj brown could make a one-handed catch and he did you know, you know, I, Tannehill's yep. disappointed. Yeah, he turned it over three times. He's disappointed. Uh, Cam Akers, I thought, was going to be terribly disappointed, but his quarterback pulled yep. him out. Uh, uh, hey, I got a question for you. There's something ain't nobody talked about. How smart do the Bengals look drafting the kicker at this point? Oh my gosh, I know because he's automatic. Um, I mean, it's like money in the bank. Mm-hmm. But. Man, I'm gonna keep listening. We're, okay, we're, we're all winners. If we, if we watched football yesterday and Saturday, we're all winners. Yeah, all winners. I agree with you. I agree with you, Lynn. Right. It was a huge, huge, huge win for the NFL. And something I've been preaching. It's not the time to go back on this rant now. But something I've been preaching here, kind of consistently, when there's an opportunity, the NFL is king for a lot of reasons. Uh, you know, they're king for a lot of reasons. But why you had what you had this weekend, and you'll never have anything like it or even close in the sport of college football, okay, is because the teams in the NFL operate on a level playing field. The Jaguars are going to go get the number one pick, okay, and they get the right coach and keep the right people healthy and a couple of free agent deals, and guess what? They are the Bengals in two or three years. It's they've got it figured out. All right, Keith on Facebook says, at the halftime show, I believe it was Bill Cowher that said, I believe whoever has the ball last will win. Well spoken because I think Josh Allen could have done the same thing if they could change the overtime rules himself. Listen, whoever won that coin toss was going to win the game, and I think both teams knew it because their defenses were flat worn out, just zapped of having to defend that quarterback on the other side. Okay, so you win the toss, you're going to go win. You could see the look on Josh Allen's face when the Chiefs won the toss. And look, had the, had the Bills gotten the ball, they'd have won. The, the Chiefs were not stopping Josh Allen, period. Weren't doing it. Roshanna said that game wasn't for the faint of heart fan. No, it was not. She also said watching Allen and Mahomes last night gave me a feel like all the OG quarterbacks' days are over. Listen, Roshan, I had the same thought as you as I'm watching this stuff unfold yesterday. You know, it's almost like right in front of your eyes is a kind of a shuffling out of the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers era and the shuffling in officially and right in front of your nose of the Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, era, and maybe the oldest of the bunch is Matthew Stafford. I mean, he's kind of in between. But listen, and what remains to be seen, Trevor Lawrence, and there are other good ones, and there are some coming, sure. But y'all get ready for it. 
outside of some some injury popping up, you're seeing what this is. This is Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow's league. It's their league. I'm telling you, it's what it is. You can go all the way back to those, like, golden era days of the NFL when it was Montana and Marino and Elway. Maybe I'm leaving somebody out. Then a little bit later, along came Aikman, and, of course, Phil Simms is mixed in there, too, but Montana, Marino, Elway, I mean, that era, this is that now. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, and I'm not exaggerating. Country Please and Text Line. Country Please and Sausage. 885-ESPN. Denzel, thanks for the baseball post. Going to read it during the commercial break. Paul, Texan has said, Matt, Dak and McCarthy can take some lessons from Mahomes and Reed. Everybody can. But, you know, not everybody is Patrick Mahomes. Dak's not Patrick Mahomes. It's the good news for guys like Dak and teams like Dallas. It's a team game. Look at San Francisco. You know, it's a team game. Man, what a day. All right, as I said, I promise I'm coming to your text. Hogjow, you'll be up next. Walton, Nick, Raider Nation, Unnamed, Bull, Rex, everybody on the country, please, and text line coming to you next. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stick around. To the guy who loves his banana pudding. It's the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. Ba, 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 ba. Back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! The home team, they are your home team at Farm Bureau. Uh, Jay, yeah. We're not under time constraint. I have some thoughts, and um, the, the first. The way this show goes, let me back up. Jay is on Facebook. Jay says, I know there are probably time constraints for airtime, but it doesn't seem fair, quote-unquote, talking about the NFL overtime rules, and I mentioned to you we're going to cover that. Um, At the beginning of each hour, this is now a two-hour radio show. If you listen live, it's in the middle of the day here in Mississippi, but you can you know, stream it, whatever, go back and watch replay. But the beginning of each hour, first and second, is the longest kind of chunk of time that we're on before we take a break, and... We need that chunk of time. I didn't really feel like today was the day to start the show going on about the overtime rules. I kind of wanted to just go through what happened and kind of celebrate and give you just kind of stream of consciousness thoughts after watching the games. So at the beginning of hour two, I'm going to get into it. I got some thoughts on the overtime thing, Jay, so hopefully you can stick around for that. And uh, and we'll get into it then. All right, text messages on the country, please, and text line. Country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. Now, I get mine at Walmart. I get it at Kroger. Uh, a lot of times I go to Country Meat Packers, there where the Country Pleasing brand comes from. Highway 49, Florence, Mississippi. Pick it up there. You can get it online, countrypleasing.com. It's fantastic. Ate some this morning. I pretty much eat some every morning at breakfast. Hog Jowl texts the show 
appropriately. I'm talking about sausage. He says, uh, Matt, I've been a big NFL fan all my life. This past weekend was the most incredible playoffs I have ever seen. Burrow, Allen, and Mahomes are all just fantastic. The Chiefs and Buffalo game is perhaps the greatest playoff game I have ever seen. Me too. And, and we're, we're not pandering just because we're on the radio, hog jowl, or are we? I mean, it's, it's the greatest playoff game I've ever seen. And then he says, also, the Rams totally dominated Tampa Bay in every way. For them to win, even after four fumbles, shows how very good they are. Brady never had a chance against that pass rush. Thanks for the time. And see, that's the thing about it, Hawk Joe. Aaron Donald, that pass rush of the Rams, it's like the only guy, the only guys, quarterbacks, who would have a chance against that pass rush are who? Tom Brady, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen, and throw Burrow in the mix. Burrow is, he's... Well, to borrow the the argument and the term from Jake Wimberly, he is elite. He's on a different level than than so many other guys. There's something about him. Say what you want. He's the next. He's going to terrorize the NFL for the foreseeable. I ain't never seen anything like it. See, that's the thing about it. It's like I said. Uh, after that Tampa and Rams game, I'm going – that might be the best playoff game I've ever seen. <laughs> because the night before, after the 49ers and Packers, I went, you know what? That might be the best playoff game I've ever seen. <laughs> but then the Rams and, and Bucks happened. And then, then last night, Chiefs and Bills happened, and there's no question. Just crazy. You know, and that ran okay, so the game was on NBC in the uh the the Rams and Bucks game. And so Al Michaels, the long time announcer, calling the game with Chris Collinsworth. And Al Michaels, he's not like these other guys. He doesn't have to give you faux emotion just because he's on TV. You know, he's like the opposite of a Joe Tessator, who may be a very nice guy, but as a college football announcer, what I've said about Tessator is he's like the king of of contrived excitement. <laughs> well, Al Michaels is kind of the opposite of that. And let me tell you something. When Cam Akers fumbled that ball at the end to give it back to Tampa, he screamed at the top of his lungs. He could not believe it was fumbled. That was the emotion in that game. And then here comes, I mean, it's just bonkers. I know, uh, I know a couple of people have called and then hopped off the line. I don't know if it was an issue on your end, our end. Just call us back. Get in here. We'll come right to you. Um, <clears throat> Walton with the text and the country-pleasing text line says, the whole world saw what, quote, elite quarterbacks really look like this weekend. Let me tell you. I mean, you can't stop them. You just can't stop them. See, and, and really the, the outliers were what? Think about this statement. Okay, Walton, I'm going to take your statement and add to it, and, and y'all tell me how crazy the game of football can be. It's still a team game. This weekend proved it. Not just those quarterbacks, but they can be the over-the-edge deal. 
Walton said the whole world saw what elite quarterbacks really look like this weekend. Except, hold on, except Ryan Tannehill. Think about that throw he had to A.J. Brown, though. I know he turned it over. Jimmy Garoppolo and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> the 49ers held Aaron Rodgers to one touchdown in his building. Nick, on the country please and text, that game-tying drive by Mahomes took less time than Dak's quarterback draw. <laughs> Holy cow. Is it true, though, Nick? Are you exaggerating, or did, 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 are we being... Yeah, that's right, because there were 14 seconds left. Holy cow. Do y'all realize that he's not exaggerating one bit? Dak and the Cowboys were snapping the ball with 14 seconds on the clock. Now, they didn't have a timeout. But they were snapping it with 14 seconds on the last play. The Chiefs got the ball back at their own 20 with 13 seconds. <laughs> yeah, okay, and and there'll be a time to be critical. What are you doing not squibbing that ball right there, huh? Kicking it in the end zone, let them start at their 20. Lesson learned. Raider Nation said, what do you think is next for Carr? Look, Derek Carr, I think a lot of Derek Carr. I think he's got all the right makeup, but it's a team game. You know, you give him a Jamar Chase, he's going to look a lot better. No doubt. You give him a defense with Aaron Donald on it, he's going to look a lot better. Somebody sent me a link, said, check out this YouTube video. I'm not sure what it is, but I will. But I will click on it and look at it. Bull texted us and said, if the Bills squib kick it, Chiefs don't send it to overtime. All right. What the Chiefs have, though, at the beginning of that possession, two timeouts. So so whatever time it was, okay, so let's just say you feel the squib kick and immediately go to the ground, and you don't have 13, you have 12. Still, still may get it off because you got two timeouts. You still may get a kickoff. It just may not be – I mean, you still may get a, a chance at the kick with a second on the clock, it just may have to be from midfield or some some crazy thing. So you're you're probably right. Hindsight's twenty twenty all the time. Rebel Rex says, "Hey Matt, heck of a game last night. Congrats on the Chiefs win once again. The NFC West is coming on strong. Hope the Rams can keep playing, finish out strong. Uh, maybe we can see the Rams and Chiefs Super Bowl." And then he says, "Go Rams!" From Rebel Rex, that would be fantastic. I tell you what else too, man. You know, I know he had two fumbles. But the the Rams are easy to pull for because of Cam Akers, aren't they? Local guy, Clinton guy. I know he goes to Florida State, overcomes that injury this year, and now he's one win away with his team from the Super Bowl. And, and he had a couple of tough, tough moments. But you can tell they believe in him. And he didn't hang his head. And he didn't make it all about him, even though he made the mistake. And his teammates pulled him out. And uh, he's easy to pull for. He really is. LSU on the country-pleasing text line says, heartbreaking uh, for Allen for sure. He did everything perfect except a coin toss, which he had no control of. He just said tails. Everybody says tails. Hogjow said, by the way, can I wrestle you for that nice hoodie that you're wearing? Yeah. 
we can wrestle for it. My mother sent this to me a few years ago as a gift. I think it was a birthday gift. And I have another Chiefs shirt on. See, I'm super duper decked out today. I had this T-shirt on and I got cold, so I went and put the jacket on. <laughs> Top five best uniforms in the NFL right here. Chiefs. Now, I know you don't want a uniform thread, but here they are. Top five uniforms in the NFL include these teams in no particular order. These are the five. Okay, these teams in no particular order, top five uniforms in the NFL. Here they go. Chiefs, Green Bay, Dallas, San Francisco, Raiders. One, two, three, four, five. Unnamed texture said, respect your opinion, but I think your declaration of Mahomes being far and away the best QB is prisoner of the moment and a tad bit emotional. Rodgers' arm strength, velocity, and accuracy are just as good, if not better. I think the difference is Mahomes has a, uh, a bevy of offensive weapons. Rodgers' supporting cast is extremely pedestrian. Now, you're exactly right. Okay, You are right. There is a difference in the weapons that they have. That, that's true. I also, though, would go back to, to say that Rodgers' arm strength, velocity, and accuracy are just as good, if not better, than Mahomes. I don't think that's true. That's me. <laughs> I don't think his arm strength is better. Uh, velocity. I don't think the accuracy is better. Would the numbers back that up? I guess accuracy, you know. I mean, now, it's like going, hey. What's, you know. It, it, it's, it's like LeBron and Jordan sort of kind of in that. I mean, it's, I mean, come on. We're splitting some hairs at the very top of the game, and I get it. Y'all stick around. Who's ready for some football? Hey, if you love football, so does he. It's the Matt Wyatt Show. Nobody breaks down quarterback play better than him. And he's right here right now. Yeah, this is good. Hey, Louvier, if you're listening, I didn't get to you in time. Call me back. 995-1059. That's my bad. Uh, this was some good stuff here on the live stream. White Denzel said, Air, uh, Andy Reid is the only coach to take two teams to four straight conference championship games in two different conferences, NFC and AFC, and be a finalist in the punt, pass, and kick competition on Monday night football. He's going to be the only coach to ever accomplish those things. I believe that record will never be broken. <laughs> I mean, four straight in two different places. He did it in Philadelphia in the NFC and now Kansas City in the AFC. Um, it's just incredible. That I enjoyed this. Now, Richard, on uh, he's watching on YouTube, and he commented and said from earlier, I said, you know, the, the past golden was Montana Marino Elway, and, and the new one now is Mahomes Allen Burrow. I mean, that's them now. And Richard said Montana Marino and Elway, some of us remember Bradshaw, Staubach, and Stabler. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, and, you know, I, I threw those three in there, and Philip reminded me that I don't need to forget Jim Kelly. All right, so go back. Montana, Marino, Elway, and Kelly. And I think we've got a little – I mean, it's just spectacular what you're getting right now out of the NFL. And they've done a great job. Okay, uh, a few more texts. Country please and text line. 
unnamed texter said uh, Kansas City had all three timeouts, though, and they did. That's a huge difference. Somebody commented on that on the text line. Those timeouts are, you know, just a massive difference right there. I mean, it is. And, and what you call, what you can call, you don't have timeouts. It's got to be out of bounds. It's got to be short enough to line back up spike, you know, all that stuff. <clears throat> Can't throw it in the middle of the field, all that. Bucky in Vicksburg said, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and cover zero. What a stupid play call. Hashtag unreal. Yeah, I, you know, did, television never gave us an all-22 look at that, did they? Or did they? I need to go back and see uh, for sure. But, you know, how you let somebody get up the center of the field without somebody on top, one or two safeties on top, way on top, right? Because you're playing against the clock. That's just, whew. It's tough. Jason says Jerry Rice and Booby Dixon played for the Niners. This is, I think, the greatest wide receiver ever trumps Cam Akers. Well, look, Jason, I'll tell you. I mean, it's true they're not playing for the Niners now. I'm just saying that Cam Akers is really easy to pull for for the Rams. Not to mention the fact the Rams have airbrushed numbers on their uniforms. Okay. You know, anybody that grew up going to Panama City to the beach on vacations as a kid, <laughs> the Redneck Riviera. We got to appreciate airbrush numbers, right? <laughs> Real unnamed texture says on the last play of the Chiefs game, it appears there was an illegal shift not caught. Two receivers at the bottom shifted with one getting on the line and the other coming off. At the same time, Kelsey went in motion. Haven't seen anybody mention it. I have to go back and watch that too. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't notice it. And then Jason and Flagstaff says, I've always uh, suspected that Matthew Stafford was an all-timer but stuck in a bad franchise. Seeing this playoff really makes you wonder how good he was to do anything in Detroit. Well, the thing about it is, again, Jason, it's true. I think your, your point holds water about him, the difference in a place like Detroit versus playing for a guy like McVay in, um, in, uh, for the Rams. But did, did the – did any of those Detroit teams ever have a defense anywhere close to what he's got on the other side of the ball uh, in Los Angeles? Donald and those guys. You know, he, he had a great corner, uh, well, a good corner for a lot of years. You know, Slate was out there. Slate showed what he could do this year in Philadelphia. They're a playoff team, you know, but, you know, it's definitely a team game. All right, so it was just an unbelievable um, weekend in the NFL. We'll have a chance in hour number two to come back and sort of, um, you know, take a look at the overtime rules. Everybody's up in arms about it. I've got some thoughts about it. Not only the rule, but the decision, but the purpose, too. I think sometimes we look at it from a, the perspective that the rules makers in the NFL aren't looking at it from. Rooster on line one of the Divinity phone. Rooster, thanks for calling. What's up? Yep, it's exactly like I predicted. Congrats. I mean, with the 49ers beat Dallas, that was it, you know. Mm. But gosh, we got Joe Burrow, and it's only 500 miles. I'm going to be in both places, Kansas City and Cincinnati. But listen, I wanted to say, and to correct you, obviously Patrick Mahomes, you're correct, is the best. So not only do they have number one, they've got number two. Do you know who number two is? Number two, what are we talking about, Rooster? Help me out. Best player in the NFL, number two. Number two is butt kicker. Kansas City's got it. Oh, oh yeah. 
Well, you know, last yeah. night he very uncharacteristically last night missed a field goal and an extra point, right? Or, or am I thinking? Yeah, so? but when it came, I mean, listen, that forty-nine yarder would have been good from fifty-nine. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He hit that thing right down the middle like, hey, hey, this is nothing. I thought and you were going to say, I thought you were going to say Tyreek Hill. No, 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 butt kicker, the field goal kicker, <laughs> butt kicker. That's who won the game. Had it not been that kick, it would have been overtime, obviously. That guy has a 90% rating on his kicks. 90%. I mean, it's unbelievable. He's also on the I mean, two, He's also on the all-name team also, like forever. Oh, yeah, but kicker. <laughs> but, yes, I thought, man, it, you know, it's only 500 miles from Kansas City to Cincinnati. I got to go to both places and put in an appearance, you know. Okay. I don't want to jinx the Chiefs, obviously, though, but, man, have you ever seen a weekend like that? I have never seen one like that, man. I mean, it was – and see, here's the thing. My daughter, Mary Liddy's 10, you know, and she's in the house, and she, uh, she she likes football, but not like I do, and certainly not NFL. So we have multiple TVs. So she, she chose one room, and she watched her, like, Disney movies and, and Disney shows and stuff all weekend. And I went, the other room was pretty much by myself a lot the weekend watching, just glued to the TV. And at one point, Annabeth goes, Matt, is it healthy for you to be in here all weekend by yourself and we're just in the other room watching Disney stuff? I said, Annabeth, you, you, you don't really, you got to understand what's going on here. This is different. This is an all-timer. Yeah, it is an but all-timer. But look, in all this excitement, don't forget about another Ponto prediction, a blowout. The dogs blow out the ribs because I knew that. Yeah, don't forget and, to give them a plug today. Well, I was fixing to do that, and uh, I was going to kind of lead into those scores and play some highlights, so I got that for you right now. God bless. What a weekend. Man, yeah. What a weekend. Thanks, Ponto. Appreciate the call. And again, to Ken and Louvier earlier, you guys were hanging on, and I didn't come to you quick enough, and that's my fault. So uh, full disclosure there. I just didn't get there. Yeah, an 18-point win at home this weekend at Humphrey Coliseum for Mississippi State basketball over Ole Miss. Here's what it sounded like on the radio on the call with Coach Richard Williams and the voice of the Bulldogs, Neil Price. Molinar at the top. Catch and shoot three. Swish! Well, that's a good sign for Averson to make that three-pointer, Neil. We know he hasn't shot it well this year, but we know he's capable. Seven to four, Mississippi State by three. Iverson Molinar's 20th tray of the year. It's batted in the air by Brooks, stolen by State. Moore on the drive, scoops it up with the right hand, and the finger roll is good for Shaquille Moore. Nobody stopped the ball. First rule of defense, stopped the ball in transition. Shaquille Moore never got stopped, drove it all the way to the rim. 46-44 State, 17-24 to go. Moore gets it inside to Garrison Brooks, and he drops the two-hand hammer. Yeah, but what a pass by Shaquille Moore. He saw the defender on the top side of Garrison. He made the perfect pass away from the defender, led Garrison right to the rim. 15 in a row for the Bulldogs. 66-49 State, 6.50 left. DeRuffin in front court, angling right outside the arc, gets into the lane, coughed it up, ran into Brooks. Stolen by Molinar, drives to the other end, lays it in. And Iverson Molinar goes past the 1,000 career point plateau as he scores his 18th today to make it 76-57 Bulldogs. Iverson's going to be able to dribble out the final 10 seconds. For a fifth consecutive year, State and Ole Miss are going to split their regular season series. The Bulldogs hammer the Rebels today here in Starkville, 78-60 to win their seventh game 
in their last nine in front of a raucous crowd here at Humphrey Coliseum. Yeah, and you know, the biggest tip of the cap, quite literally here on this Reaction Monday, has to be to state fans. It was a home crowd that they haven't had very much, if at all, during the time that Ben Howland has been the head coach. I'm just being honest. Like, look up the attendance numbers. They were between nine and they had over 9,000 people in there. Okay. And, and I don't know if they've had another home game in the Howland era where they had that many. Maybe you'd have to go back and remind me if, if it has happened, it's only been maybe once in that whole time. So the, the support. You know, State was 3-1 and one with a chance to be 4-1, and one, but lost that game in the midweek on the road at Florida. But to still come back and support it that way, hats off to State fans. You can kind of show what you can do. Now, Will is asking on YouTube, do we have a shot at Kentucky? I don't think so. Because I watched Kentucky versus Auburn on Saturday. And, and like, Auburn is tougher Kentucky has they got to toughen up. There's too much flopping and begging for calls and pretending to be hurt and all this stuff from Kentucky, but they are so talented that it took a team like Auburn to sort of whip them and overwhelm them. Auburn's much tougher, shot at better playing at home. That was a fantastic game, by the way, Saturday, Kentucky at Auburn. It's a great weekend for sports, and we're still reacting to it here on this Reaction Monday. So when we come back and start hour number two, I got some thoughts on this NFL overtime discussion that has kicked up since that game last night. It, it, I, may, I may go the route that you don't think I'm going to go with this, so stick around, would you, in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stay with me. <laughs> 